Welcome to Malt and Magic, the tale of Ardalia brought to life by a dedicated band of UK-based gamers. Dive into a realm where magic reigned supreme, reshaped by the monumental return of the Kingdom of Nylin. This event three decades ago sent shockwaves of potent magic throughout the land. The very fabric of reality tore open, allowing beings from distant plains to venture into Ardalia enriching its tapestry of culture and races. While arcane powers surge, the divine touch has become subtle, reserved for the most devout. But as old gods diminish, new powers emerge, ready to forge new paths and pantheons. As our heroes navigate this transformed world, every choice can forge history. Now join us for the unfolding saga, and welcome to Campaign 2. Good evening everyone and welcome to episode 31 of Multimagic Campaign 2. Um, we are back and again uh, joined by our at least one friend from Homie and the Dude tonight, so we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but before we descend into uh, all of our chaos, let's run down our usual shoutouts, our usual thank yous. Um, so a big shout out and thank you to Incarnates, Albert Rodeo and Dungeon Alchemist for all things virtual tabletop and mapping. Um, there will be a map at some point tonight, and it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun building it. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a tease of things to come. Uh, and then, of course, Hero Forge for all things character visuals. Although I am very, very, very tempted to start using Baldur's Gate 3, because that shit is amazing. Um, and if you're not playing that yet, shameless plug, I am. And please go check it out if you're a D&D fan. That's like, I'm not paid to say this. Go and check it out. It is awesome. Um, so yes, please go, <laughs> uh, please go and check out Hero Forge as well because they have a lot of cool tools. Um, I think one of my biggest annoyances about Hero Forge in the past was that they didn't have a lion face or a, a lion-based um, uh, character template. They now do. So Ethereal from Campaign One has a whole new look. Um, so yes, please go check out Hero Forge if you're not already. Um, and then, of course, there is D&D Beyond for all things character management, encounter management, campaign management, um, everything you want to do with D&D Beyond. And then the DMs tools that I use in the background, which are mainly Kasoon, 5e Magic Shop, uh, Two Minutes Tools, the Thieves Guild, and World Anvil. There's potentially more coming down that line because I've been finding new tools to go and play with. Um, any sound effects you'll hear, or some sound effects you'll hear, and some of the background tracks, uh, background tracks tracks i can't say that word tracks there we go tracks like train tracks which is why i'm so flustered tonight um tracks you will find are courtesy of tabletop audio and battle bards um, if you've not checked out version two of battle bards then please do we are partnered with them at some point we will do another give giveaway for another subscription um, but we have other giveaways to get through in the meantime um, so on that note, again, a massive, massive, massive thank you to both Homing the Dude and the Eldritch Press 
Um, so Homing the Dude for joining with us continuously for now um, in terms of our campaign. And then the Eldritch Press for providing tonight's giveaway, which is a rollover from last week. Um, and I will talk about that, I think, as we go into the, the full lineup. Um, just because I want to say some other things as well during that point. Um, so we'll move past that. Uh, you've seen the social media links, or at least the, the icons pop up at the bottom, but please go and follow us on all our social media channels. Danny and I have been working a bit today to try and put a bit more of a schedule around social media so it'd be a bit more predictable um, in terms of when we're going to put posts out, and hopefully that will help people um, engage a little bit more. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but of course, you're missing all the action if you're not on Discord. So come and join us on the Discord server and check out all the good stuff that's on there. Um, so there's followers chats, there's subscriber chats, fan arts, there are fan theories, there's homebrews, which I've released a brand new one today, uh, which was the Warlocks Pact from uh, Campaign 1, which is the book that I believe Dargon read. Um, and yes, of course, if you are not watching us live on Twitch, and hopefully you are engaging with us on either YouTube or the podcast uh, so this episode will be released on friday and if you are listening on the podcast or joining us on youtube hello thank you so much for all of your support and um, please be sure to hit the like subscribe notification buttons across all of them and if you are on the podcast please leave, please leave us a little rating or review that'll just help to grow the numbers again podcast listens are up so it's great to see i'm really happy that people are engaging on that platform um, but of course, if you're enjoying the podcast, please come and join us on Twitch as well. If you get the chance, come and drop in and say hello. Um, we will appreciate all the love and support, and we do appreciate all the love and support. And I think with that, I am probably going to shut up for the next sort of 30 seconds or so anyway. Um, so my usual warnings do apply. There will be adult language and adult humour. You have been warned. Let's roll. <laughs> Adult um, language and adult humour is the only reason I'm here. Well, yes. Yeah. It's because you same. offer most of it, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool. It's an outlet um, because so I have yes. to behave myself while I'm also pretending know. to be normal. I don't know. Chat, chat helps work. Yeah, when, I, when I feel the same. Spells, so chat definitely helps. You know. But yes, no, we are 
technically a man down tonight as Tom has had a bit of a family emergency to sort out so um, I just want to say a big thank you to Tom for being here for the last few weeks. Tom is unfortunately going to take a little bit of a break now and, and maybe back in the future but a massive thank you to Tom for bringing Kevin into our lives and bringing some renewed energy alongside Bodhi um, and I am sure we will see him again soon um so yes a big big hello again once again Bodhi um and I also Saw. want to say a massive massive congratulations because I know the Kickstarter was an absolutely booming success it did so well I was really pleased Thank to you. see all those stretch goals coming in towards the end um so I'm really a, looking forward to uh, seeing the finished product it was a it was a wild ride man we uh we we actually had two of our employees we we, we had a like pool of what the final number was going to be and two of our employees were watching it tick down in the last 17 seconds it flipped over and uh, and got to the final person with the uh with, with the last number so it was a it was a raucous moment in the chat in uh in our work group chat is they're like no shit i lost in the last 15 seconds <laughs> uh, it was good it was good but yeah very happy oh, thank no. you very much and thank you to anyone who oh, backed well, we really really appreciate it oh good stuff well i i say i'm really looking forward to to seeing that when it's all done um so keep us posted um, of course. And yes, we we will uh, hopefully get a little bit of a, a taste at some point as well. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But um, on the subject of Kickstarters, um, so I did talk about the fact that we are rolling over the giveaway from last week. Um, so Fletch from the Eldritch Press has very very kindly agreed to give us two copies, two PDF copies of Into the Veils, his Kickstarter, or the Aldrich Press's latest Kickstarter, which I believe is also finished now. Um, excuse me. So, Fletcher, if you're watching, you can shoot me later for fucking up the details, but you will see an advert for that during the break, um, where you will also get a chance to win one of those two PDF copies. Um, so please stick around, please pay attention as well as the question we will ask you will be based on the content of the first half of the episode. Um, and yes, you will get a chance to win that a PDF version of that uh, that Kickstarter, um, which is all Fae related, so you know I'm excited for it, because you know how much of a Fae nerd I am. Um, but cool. Um, excellent. I suppose on that note then, I know we've all spoken anyway, but let's very quickly run down the lineup. Um, so I am Matt, I am your Dungeon Master for this and most evenings, and I am also playing Callum Verfleur, the, the Fae-touched Warlock, uh, as well as whatever sort of existential crisis I need Cog to be tonight. Hi, I'm uh, Dave, and I am playing Jewel of Shadows, the female tabaxi rogue, and I'm currently thinking how difficult we can make the first half to try and give as many different <laughs> nuggets as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Danny and I'm playing Lex Ordo, the UNT sorcerer, and I'll be talking in Welsh for the first half, so I'll go <laughs> towards the questions at half time. I would pay good money to see you speak Welsh. No, I, I barely know English, so Welsh is definitely out the window. Cockney rhyming what? slang I can do. <laughs> now... Carry I on. like that one. I like that one. I'm all about that. What's up, guys? I'm Bodhi from Homie and the Dude, and uh, tonight I'll be playing Edgiest Bones, your uh, your skeletal friend. And I'm 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 afraid. That's that's all. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yes, last week was a lot of fun. Um, we continued our journey um, into the northeastern part of the Drymerian forest. Um, had a lot of fun getting a boat across uh, an inlet. Um, a, a lot of fun getting that boat all across the inlet. I've shown that clip to everyone I know, and everyone has l shit themselves laughing, pissed themselves laughing, whatever you want to say. Um, it has been brilliant. I've showed it to my parents. They've loved it. Um, yeah, so it, well it done, was, folks. It, I, I, would, I would also like to say it humor. was very difficult to clip for a short reel because yeah. there was 10 minutes of gold, and I'm like, how am I getting this down to one? TikTok will do 10 minutes these days. I know they will, but we know people's attention spans. It's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. But yes, we eventually got over the inlet and dealt with Callum's junk and Lex's top half as well, sort of topless nature as he was rowing. Cavan unleashed his inner rage to get you across this inlet and out to the other side. Um, and then you sort of continued on your journey briefly through the forest before the sun began to set and you realised you were not going to be able to navigate much further. Um, so you bedded down for the evening. And Edius agreed to sort of take first watch. Um, and actually due to the nature of Edius was planning on letting everybody just chill for the evening. Cavan woke up sort of early hours of the morning and saw his friend and they sat having a chat and at that point there was... Things notice sound snapping, uh, sound of twigs snapping, even um, yips and slight growls, um, and eventually you were beset upon by a number of gnolls and giant hyenas, which I will reveal now that Tom rolled for prior to the session last week. So if anybody's got a problem, blame Tom. But uh, oh, thank you very much Tom, for, for providing that insight. Um, <laughs> So yes, that was that was the random encounter we rolled for, uh, but you dispatched them with some very very good tactics, um, some nice little lining up of a, a lightning bolt there, and um, mm. making sure we were sort of moving around the battlefield. It was very very good, very um, very tactical is the only word I can think of, but uh, nicely played everyone. And of course during the fight, Edius threw off all of the scarves and uh, coverings that he was wearing to reveal the skeletal body underneath and we finished last week's episodes with basically the party or at least Jewel and Lex looking at Edgeus and saying you've got some explaining to do and this is where we begin episode 31 then as Edgeus invites you all to come and sit back by the fire and sort of take stock of the battle but also to to weave a little yarn around the uh, the tale of Edgius bones. So, my friends, who's going to start? Well, w Jewel did remove the knife from his throat, right? No. At the end of the last session? No. no. I think it was still sort of there, but then no. the, the comment was said, let's go sit by the fire. Um, okay. Um, so with Edgius saying let's go sit by the fire, Jewel would look at Lex to gauge his reaction. I'll give a yeah, I think it's okay. And as Cavan sort of calms down and places his axe down, he's going, Edge, Edge, you okay? 
I, I, I would just appreciate this uh, knife being removed from something that you're not going to cut as there's uh, <clears throat> no flesh here, but I, 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 would, I would very much enjoy uh, a, a conversation, an explanation, and um, hey, I love a good story. I'm sure you guys have some questions. Let's just talk this over amicably. You indeed have a we'll uh, lot of explaining to do. You are not helping our trust issues at the moment. So you better have a very good reason and a very good story. Well, a story it is indeed. And Edge is going to take a couple steps towards the, the fire and uh, kind of pull one of the logs that in the combat kind of got knocked away that we were using as seats earlier in the night. And he's gonna kind of roll it back up close to the fire. And he's gonna kind of lean in and poke the fire with a stick, stoking the coals. You can see the, the orange hue of the fire kind of really like lighting up his, uh, his skull. You can see there's a crack above uh, his eye that's held together with a gold piercing. Uh, you can see his, his eye sockets though hollow and, and empty still seem to be filled with some sort of like remnants of life as the flames kind of flicker and dance and reflect off the inside of the uh, the eye sockets would you like to come and join me and let to be down because he is absolutely fascinated how a skeleton is fucking walking about so he is Going to be like sitting cross-legged at the front, waiting for story time. <laughs> Jewel takes the the far side of the fire, a seat uh, over there, but doesn't um, she does make eye contact with you, and yeah, she doesn't uh, look away at any moment. And Cabin will sort of go and sit next to, to Edge and keeps the axe out, just sort of looking a bit nervously from Edge to the rest of the party and I'm not sure how this is going to go. Um, with that Edge looks at Callum there. and says, uh, do you want to put your trousers on and come join us too? I mean, my trousers have been on all afternoon, darling, but uh, yes, I am keen to understand this uh, this story as well. I thought I was the strangest one here, but turns out it's you. As we all kind of sit down, Edge pulls out his loot and just begins kind of playing what I'd consider like almost like a slow, like Spanish kind of ballad. Just very like, you know, slow finger picking on the guitar. Um, as he looks forward and goes, well, I guess um, this is the story of a man called Edgius Jones. Edgius Jones was a good man, a man who loved his family, loved his wife, and cared deeply about the safety and security of others holding justice as a role model above all else. As a young man, he became a detective, a man looking to solve 
things for those who couldn't do so themselves. And over the years, he became exceptionally good at what felt like a hobby, a passion, but was certainly a job. And he grew in fame and notoriety until one man heard of his existence, an evil gentleman by the name of Klein. And this gentleman with dark intentions and a sharp brow hired Aegeus to solve an unsolvable crime. Aegeus, with all the confidence and bravado in the world, took the job and put himself on the line. Little did he know that this was a trap to lure him away from the things he loved most. His family, his wife, Kalila, his son, Heron, and this man, Klein, he took them from Aegeus. You see, he, he, he took these lives and the things that Aegeus loved from him. Something strange happened during a confrontation between the two gentlemen. Some sort of magical occurrence that I could only describe as the event. That day, Aegeus Jones died. And Aegeus Bones rised. Now, the person you see before you, who I am, is the reason that the person who I was is dead. Greed, fame, notoriety, money led me down a very dark path. I have lost a lot at this point, and I simply I'm just trying to find a way. And as he says this, he lifts his skull and looks round the circle to move on. I'm sure, like many others, you're horrified by the look of me. And trust me, I'm just as horrified as you when I look in the freaking mirror or in a puddle, or anything that I see my fucking godless reflection in. 
So I've chosen a different life. A life of music, a life of rebellion, and, uh, and a life of helping people, but not for money, but because they deserve my help. And he puts his hand on Kevin's back as he goes, and that's why I'm here with my friend Kevin. That's why we, you know, that's why we joined you because he needed help, we needed help, and you guys helped us. Now, in the short amount of time that I've spent with you, you seem very admirable people. I would very much love to be able to return the favor that you are currently bestowing upon us by helping you with your guys' a journey of fixing this portal, but also in any other way that my talents, my ears, well, lack of, but ability to listen will allow me to assist you. I hope that answers some questions, but at the same time, it may arise a few, so I, I fully understand, and I, I have no secrets here from you. I, I wish to, I wish to be understood, and uh, I'm, I'm not here trying to fuck you guys over, I guess is what I'm saying. Can Jewel insight check the story? You cynical bastard. Lex is only a tear in his eye and you're inside checking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think while Jules, Jules doing that, Callum would walk up and, and place a hand on your your bony clavicle, your shoulder. We all have history, darling. Well done for having the strength to continue. Uh, it was a 10, so I'm guessing that... I believe you. <laughs> it I mean, it was true. Why'd you say it with that face? <laughs> true? Yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm involved in the story hook, line and sinker. So yeah. I will, I'll go up to Edges and be like, I have a, I've been the odd one out my whole life. And uh, I feel more connected to you now. And uh, your purpose aligns with my purpose, I feel. From one detective to another. And I will um, put my thumb on the crack in his skull and see if casting mending will help it. Who knows? <laughs> oh, 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 I love Make that. Make me an arcana check, please. Come on, don't be shit. This is going to be a good moment. Natural 20, motherfucker! <laughs> the dice have spoken. Let's try that again. There's a moment, Edius, where you feel just like a tingling sensation. It's weird. And then that that ring, that piercing, almost feels like it shifts. And as you raise a bony finger up to your skull, you realise the crack that was there is gone. As this happens, Edius um, looks at Lex... And even though, you know, there's no skin to provide facial expression, you can tell that there's um, respect, um, care, um, and, and most of all, just an appreciation for um, a, a like-minded human being. Um, and, uh, and 
Also, having his skull repaired was some of the first actual feeling he's had in a very, very long time. That was awesome. And he's, uh, he's going to look up at Lex and go, Thank you. Um, and I would be happy to, uh, you know, uh, assist you in any detecting matters. Obviously, as a second to yourself, you know, I would never want to encroach on, on, on the command of the, the group. But, you know, I, I, I can tell you're exceedingly proficient with the, uh, the arcane arts and such. So I, I would love to learn more, more than anything. It'd be a pleasure. I, I'm, I'm rusty. I haven't done much detecting in a while. We've we've mainly been going around uh, town to town, cabin, haven't we? As uh, as our as our band, uh, the Bones Brigade, and uh, and you know trying to trying to you know bring light to people and and, and warmth to people's life in in that manner. Um, but uh, it's never too late to get back on the horse. I I am sorry to uh, to. Bring it up again. I, I understand you may not want to continue to speak about it, but what happened to this uh, individual who did this to you after what did you call it the event? Look, the last thing that I saw was a clap of lightning and a blast of arcane energy like nothing I have ever seen before. I passed out after that and woke up a couple days later um, where we had been engaging with one another. Um, the field was empty bar my uh, now skeletal body and the crater in which it lied so you do not know what happened to this individual and do you truly know what happens to your family are they still out there and i saw enough to know that my family are, and he's gonna look to Kevin and look for some sort of spiritual kind of support, some sort of kind of, you know, something of a, of a deeper meaning as Edge struggles to find that with life typically. Um, and I think, Kavan will probably just sit there, look at you, and, and look up. He he knows that there are, and I'm butchering Tom's voice. So I apologise, Tom. Um, <laughs> he knows they're in a better place. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was weird, right, Edge? Uh, then, but. May I say, Aegeus, it is impressive that you have chosen to help others and not go on a path of vengeance. I do not know many people who would uh, choose that. As you say, path of vengeance, 
you see Edgius kind of dip his head and kind of twitch for a second as almost like the light coming from the fire almost dulls and shadows kind of begin to ruminate and and kind of protrude from Edgius himself and kind of haze outwards as he goes I've thought about vengeance a lot but it's it's not the way and as he says that all the kind of shadow ripples back away and the light kind of hits his skull again Uh, just make um, me a history check please quickly hell yeah Um, let me just switch to my skills history is a that's going to be a 15 15 as you're going back over these details and dealing with the the pain of it all the emotional trauma of it all you remember that crater and waking if that is what you did waking up and just the crack of ice as you moved your body your new body for the first time and seeing ice crystals around you not knowing what that was but remembering it at least Um, While I was writing notes, Dave, you asked a question. Did you ask him how long ago it happened? I didn't, and I was going to, um, because uh, it doesn't quite match. Sorry, this is mixing campaigns, but I just suddenly thought that if you were waking up with cracked ice... If you want. um, Please, please ask. But anyway, go for it, Lex. (laughs) Um, Do you mind if I ask... How long ago your transformation happened? I don't want to uh, open up old wounds unnecessarily. Um, I think 30 years, give or take. Um, it, <laughs> it, ha- it happened. Uh, you, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> It happened in some 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 place to the east. You motherfucker! <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting. Do do did did do this is out this, of context. This is out of character. Um, Thirty years ago is is quite a pivotal moment in, in my life as well. That is when I. Uh, when a portal first opened for me and I went to the plane of Mechanis and I've only just come back on my detective mission. 30, 30 years ago was obviously when the big magical seismic event occurred. It was big for me too. I uh, first, uh, well, it's when I first got angry and uh, strange, strange shit happened. Wait. So, so uh, look. I, I, I've been I've been trying to find out information, and everyone I talk to about 
this event or I describe it to seems to just want to hush me along and move me along. Did you say some sort of seismic arcane event? Yeah. Yeah, when, uh, hang on. <clears throat> Lex does know about, everybody will know about, Lex knows about the returning of Nile which caused the whole thing. Make me history check. Ooh, 18. 18. So, yes, you would know not necessarily as much around the the return of Nihilim, but you have heard since then whispers or, or sort of rumours of the fact that something in the East caused a magical yeah. surge throughout the world. Um, ley lines themselves literally exploded with power and you've you've been to the crystalline isle where they explained that actually the island itself didn't exist in the form you see it today it was just a um a normal island with sort of grassland and trees and forests and and a wizard's tower that had been built on a nexus of ley lines but the moment that surge happened everything changed these giant mana stone crystals just erupted and formed um, and totally transformed that island. You've heard tales of other individuals that were, were changed in that moment. You heard, or you've heard whispers that the, the gods that had once been so present in the world had diminished and drifted almost to the point where they are now, you only hear about them when you go to temples or see certain clerics or priests 30 years ago was a big moment in our Dalian history I mean 30 years ago was, was huge for everybody it was a, a returned quadrant kingdom to the east which then the ley line surged the gods disappeared magic rose you said you were from the east right Where, whereabouts well uh, I don't. Some some of the details of of uh, of my previous life are still a little bit obscure to me. They they come to me in in, in pieces. I I've spent thirty years collecting memories and moments of my life as I've traveled around. People who have recognized me or my voice or you know I've heard the name. Um, yeah, it's 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 been hard, but I I don't actually remember. Well, uh, maybe we could return. Have you returned to the east since, or have you uh, always ran away from it? You see him look at Cavan again, as he almost hangs his head in this kind of like shameful way see his mohawk kind of like flops to the the, the side and kind of hangs down as he uh, as he's like uh, i i guess i've been running for a while now is uh with this client been person still pursuing you i don't know i, I i've asked whispers here and there but Ah, uh, the less I think about him, the better it feels like in my head. There's less noise upstairs, if you know what I mean. So, 
they would be getting on a bit for uh, for now, presumably, at uh, 30 years ago. Uh, yeah, forgive me, I, I am guessing in your current form you cannot or do not age. Yeah, that that seems to be. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought I was gonna get older, and but uh, it, just sore joints. You know, the joints just seem to just need a little bit of extra grease every now and then. But I, uh, I'm still in awe is the fact that you are walking about, and I admit I uh, I feel I should have seen that you were more than what we saw before. Or less. Oh, I'm sorry. That is uh, improper. No, no. Hey, no offense taken. You, you're, you're trying to work it out just as much as I'm trying to understand. You know, um, my, myself as well. So, um, is it uh, your, is, is it your, your uh, innate um, arcane abilities that you think has kept you like this, or is it some other form, some other um, uh, the word uh, necromancy? Well, you know, I, I've seen some priests. Most of them just pass out. But I was about to ask. But you know, the ones that have managed to stay conscious have told me that uh, that they don't think it was necromancy of any sort. But uh, I, I do remember the fact that the person that died that day thirty years ago had never had an arcane bone in his body i i when i woke up i have since been able to wield power that is both within and around me i guess would be the best way to describe it but uh but but also, I mean, another funny story, as, as it so happens, a few years ago, I did win a gambling situation with a guy, and I, he, the reason I've got such a good singing voice, all down to that, my, uh, my, my, uh, my, my abilities with, uh, with musical magic, thanks to that fool and his terrible poker face. But, uh... I, ass I assume you are very good at poker, if... <laughs> Well, no, it's no, hard to read no, me. No poker hard to face. Yes. Yeah. No. No. No poker yeah. face. Which is well, some say the best no, poker he's got face. No face. No Z face. What's what? Silver linings, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. in, indeed. In, 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 indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> um, will um, put her dagger away. She's basically kept it in her hand this whole time. But she finally realizes she's still she's still holding it. She puts it away. She stands up and uh, we'll look over the fire and go. Aegis, I I I am uh, sorry. We have had. Um, Definitely trust issues uh, quite recently. Uh, the past couple of weeks have been nothing but trust issues. I I am sorry I put uh, a dagger to your throat. Um, I hope you will uh, in time forgive me for this. I am... Um, I understand uh, your predicament. Look, hey. I would shit my pants if one of you was a pumpkin man. For example, you well, know, it I so like, happens that I. No, you know, I'm not. No. Oh, <laughs> you almost gave me a freaking not heart attack. Somewhere, under Dargon and Kirik are all twitching. We can't have one. We faced. Oh, we yeah. faced a pumpkin man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, look, look. I, I'm. I'm not sure 
It seems like there's other things in this forest than us. I'm not sure how you guys feel. We, we can either bed back down and hope that, you know, the, the, the scent of these creatures, though we can probably move the bodies, doesn't draw things to us, or I'm happy to get moving now so that we can, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm not I'm not a nature guy. I'm more of like a, an urban dude. You know, like I like like streets and stuff where I can I, bust. I would mainly. I would suggest that we make a group effort to uh, drag the 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 bodies somewhere somewhat away. Uh, the death uh, of of an animal such as this will create. For some, it is food, and for some, it is uh, the warning to stay away. Uh, for those particular creatures. Um, I'm sure the small prey of uh, fox and rat we do not care about and they will just happily go for it. For those larger beasts they I think will uh, certainly fear it for a few days. So I would say let's move it away and let's get some sleep. Uh, Aegeus I assume it is uh, roughly the time that you are going to wake me. Um, if so I can I can take over. Um, I just you even need to sleep? Um, How do you close your eyes? Pfft, yeah, that's that's a great question. I've been wondering that one myself. Um, I, I, don't I think that lady in the tavern once gave you that blindfold to use. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Do did you? I think I gave it to you. Did you? Do you still have it? Oh uh, yeah, it's. Uh, like here and just pulls out this piece of very very slinky black silk <laughs> <I'm right>. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh that one the one that yeah. i told you Other. she gave me for sleeping what a, what was her name as azalea as is it god it was it was something very very elvish um she, she was Chandelier? Oof, that was it, we slept all night because of that that mask just yeah. all, like the soundest mm. and oof, yeah good sleep Th thanks for reminding me and he's gonna like look at the others and embarrassingly like tie it and put like put it in his pocket <laughs> and lex like, completely uh, believed you because he he doesn't know he wouldn't know a blindfold is for sexy time <laughs> lex is oblivious it brings um, a new I, meaning to having a bone um Cavern at this um, point will turn around and say, Is that another reference I've, I don't uh, understand? Okay. I'm really not good I've at any window. enough, and, um, well, why, why don't we move the bodies and then wait till morning? We're not gonna navigate far in the forest with, yeah, yeah, well, with the without the sun, so, uh, yes, let's let's finish up and, uh, Kevin, uh, I, I, I will happily help you, yes, Lex. Um, Edges, I have a lot of personal questions I want to ask. When is the appropriate uh, protocol to ask them? Now? I suppose? Um, when you drink ale, where does it go? At this moment, Jewel and Ed will nod to Cavern to go and sort the bodies out. <laughs> and they do. You start dragging giant hyenas away <laughs> and gnolls and, and get rid of them. Callum will come and help as well. Uh, Edius is going to, like, quickly, before he explains to, to Lex, he's going to turn around to Jewel and grab Jewel's, like, wrist as they go to walk past and say, 
check the bodies. You never know what you'll find. And then, uh, and then let Jules continue before he goes, so I do this little glove trick where I pull my hand out of my glove and through my sleeve, and then I hold a sack, uh, a wineskin down here. And then when I'm pouring it down, it simply just goes straight into the wineskin. Now I've perfected the pouring angle and technique over 30 years of splashing it all over the inside of my clothing. So you don't actually taste or drink it. You don't need sustenance in any way. It's just for appearances. Yep, that, yep, the, 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 yep, the, yeah, exactly that. Have you ever thought about just letting it all hang out and just being your true self? You know, I tried for like the first week, two weeks, and um, the screams of the women and children really started to get to me ah. at, at about day eight. And then, uh, and then by day 13, um, I was buying some scarves and that awful fedora that you see me wearing. There's just no acceptance in this world. Um, I'm actually due to um, shed some skin at some point in the next couple of months. Would you like to use that? I'm assuming you had t-shirt this game. I just made that up. If not, that's happening. That's canon. That's fucking in. canon. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Let me just go and add that to the notes. Uh, I've heard skin Is that too makes. Much? Uh, no, I've I've heard it before. It gets all dry. It can make for a very good, um, like a sponge cloth. Um, uh, cleaning thing. Uh, I wouldn't wear your skin because I feel like that would be invasive on you. And also, people would definitely yeah. get confused because we would end up looking like twins. You know, that might not actually oh, not yeah. be that bad of a bad idea. That, that could work to our advantage, actually. Well, what, do you know what? Sorry, we there's will... been a running joke this campaign with Lex, Lex, and Lex, and yeah. now we've got Lex, Lex, and Lex. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever we went to a new place, we all said our name was Lex, but spelled differently. Amazing. And now you can actually look like you can go in disguise as me. I love it. I, 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 do you know what? I'm, I, I, at that moment, I'm going to go, uh, would you like to see my, uh, my current party trick that I, I, I don't bring out for, for, for many people, but uh, I'd be happy to show you today, Lex. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll see Cog come out of my pocket and sit on my shoulder and sort of go into record mode. At that point, um, at that point, uh, he, though, uh, though a, uh, not a magical ability, a, a, an ability that, that he had when he was a, a, not a human, but when he was whole. Um, you see Aegeus kind of wipe his bone hand over his face as you see skin just out of almost nowhere, like flakes of skin begin kind of building the facial structure and the skin and muscles as he wipes his hand over his face and uh, into his head, revealing a, a, a gentleman with a, a very uh, dark color skin, almost a Mr. T looking like a like gentleman, basically. Um, and uh, as, as, as he sits there in front of you and goes, it's uh, s something that, uh, you know, my, my people can do as, a, as he, you know, but I can't do it for long periods of time, hence the scarves and everything. What do you, what do you mean, my, my people? What? Uh, uh, 
other, um, we, we call ourselves uh, morphs. As, as a less you know derogatory term than the than the thing that is often named of us, which is changeling. Um, has, it, has Lex ever heard of changelings? Make me a nature check, please. Probably not. Five. Five. No. In all your studies of history and the way of the world, and during your studies of Mechanus, changelings not something that really came up. That is fascinating. Yeah, we're, we're, there's not a lot of us around, but uh, you know, I prefer if you, you know, if you're going to refer to what I am as as a morph would would be preferred. You know, all, all if there's the a else, politically correct protocol to follow. I'll follow it. Yeah, don't you worry about the, that. That that's awesome. You know, all, only us morphs can call each other changelings. You know, that's that's kind of how it works. You know, but uh, uh but, okay, you know. Yeah, you, 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 you get you get uh, you get my drift. Um, but yeah, that's 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 kind of how I how I have been disguising myself. And uh, but yeah, uh, Lex, let me ask you something. You said you went to. Uh, l l let me just see if I got this right. You you entered the machine. Was that was that what you said? Um, when when I was a child, and the the event happened for me thirty years ago, um, a diamond colored portal opened up when I was on a pilgrimage with my family, and uh, I, I went through, and then I spent the next thirty years on the plane of Mechanis, which is obviously where I I got my companion Cog here, um, and now I'm on a mission from. Primus to investigate planar disturbances, portals, rifts, and try and restore balance to this uh, to this realm. So we're we're us detectives have to stick together, right? De definitely. And I've, as a detective, I'm sure you you know you looked at the the situation you were involved with from many different angles and uh, and and kind of assessed it. Uh, I wanted to ask, did you? meet any i get you you mentioned a prime primus or a, 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 an optimus something um it, it was <laughs> just did you meet any higher like beings out on this other plane i actually asked primus if he was a god um he is not he is just the arbiter of the great equation which you which to everyone else would translate as fate or the, the threads of fate. He's going to look over his shoulder to make sure Cavan is out of earshot before turning back and go, oh, go on, go on, Matt. What were you going to say? Go on. I was going to say, Cavan's got a big fucking hyena slung across his back and it's just sort of trudging into the woods. <laughs> um, I'm going to look back and be like, good. Um, I... There's no gods anymore, and uh, you know, I, I, I had hoped. Uh, I still hope, but it doesn't matter what plane you're fucking on. There's no if, one here to help helps, you but us. The, the gods may be closer than you think, because uh, again, when you asked Jewel about it, they've come into contact with a kind of 
demigod. Um, that's that's a story for them to tell. And I myself happen to unlock Chronomancy, which is linked to the god Chronos, I, th I believe. So um, all is not lost. Never lose hope. Chronomancy is that like is that that ability where you can essentially turn any like metallic vehicle into something very shiny and it like reflects, you know? And it, so some might call it, you know, I've I've heard the term like pimping the ride or something like that. I, I'm not sure if that's what you're referring to. Lex's face would just be like, <laughs> no, no, you couldn't be further away. It's um manipulation of of time and probability. So, let me ask you this as well, this Primus, this Arbiter of Fates, and your time, that sounds like a lot of a potentiality to reverse things, maybe go back, solve some problems or something like that, maybe, like, I'm not sure if that I, I see where you're going with this, I am, I'm not, familiar, I'm, I'm not sure about the potential for time travel. All I know is within a, a battle scenario when, when we were faced just then, I can um, tap into it a little bit to manipulate the outcome in our favor. But that's as, as far as uh, my studies have taken me so far. Who knows? Maybe down the line, you and I team up, time hop, go skull fuck my friend Klein and come on back. Time detectives. That we could we, oh, we could be detectives going from plane to plane, solving mysteries, bringing order and balance to the multiverse. You know what? It, I I absolutely love that. And I used to I used to have this guy who was kind of like my like assistant. He was a, he was a very good friend of mine. Um, his name was. Watson, very. <laughs> I'm fucking waiting for it. Was. I nearly said it, and I thought, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I would love to possibly be, in whatever capacity you would appreciate me, your Watson. But Watson, I ejaculated. <clears throat> <laughs> Guys, you have got to listen to the complete works of Sherlock if you ever have. Because it is brilliant, uh, yeah. and when they come out with the old world speaking like that, and they actually use ejaculation like a burst of speech. You mean the proper it's... way it's meant to be used? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Language evolves, so we don't yeah, have that. It now anymore. means it now, it now means, means, means Matthew. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we do not we do not use it as the uh, you know the the the, the, the expulsion of uh, of words. <laughs> I mean, the ejaculation from a third floor, third floor um, you know, balcony is, is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's just fantastic. I got arrested in Magaluf for doing an ejaculation. Just <laughs> 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 so write it in the 1800s, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> Very good, then. Um, I will say, Edius and Lex, your conversation starts to wind down a little bit. And Edius, for the first time you feel freer but you also do feel kind of tired not as yeah, in I... physically tired but emotionally tired 
uh, Edge when he when he does head to bed eventually, or his version of that, um, which I imagine would be deconstructing himself and putting himself quietly in a corner somewhere. Um, and um, Edge um, is gonna feel like, in a weird way, that lump in your throat that you feel when it's like, and 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 that lump at times can lie to you because at times it can be sad but at other times you can be so happy that you're sad and that same lump appears and so or you know you you feel that same way so he he's just confused and a little bit lost feeling things that he hasn't in a very long time almost like walking again for the first time for someone who might not have who have might have lost the ability to walk, I guess. Um, and uh, and he's uh, he's just gonna kind of last thing just say like a little a little word to himself, which is just uh, I hope you're okay out there, Kalila. And fuck you, Klein. And then like lights off in his head, sleep. Very good. Can I roll back to say that uh, Jewel did roll certainly the 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 not the, the other creatures, not the uh, not the wolves, obviously. The gnolls, yeah, not the hyenas. The gnolls, regular gnolls. Um, you would find simple weapons at best. Fine, uh, just put them in a pile and leave them. Yeah. Um, so as the rest of the group beds down and. Um, sleeps for the rest of the the evening um, there are a number of hours till the morning Cavan sits and takes watch I'm going to ask everybody to make me a perception check with disadvantage please Ooh. disadvantage shit Oh, I rolled good enough. Seven. Seven? Uh, that's an 18. 18? Uh, <laughs> it's a 19. Uh, I rolled two 11s. <laughs> Very good. So, Edius and Jewel, there's a point in the night where you hear what sounds like the, the clink of metal briefly in your half slumber sleep stupor but it's not there for very long as you then just sort of roll over and and fall back into that deep sleep following the battle edge you're the first to wake up in the morning and oh, don't do see it, your eyes flash open but it's almost like <laughs> shit i'm awake and you look Cavern's not there. His stuff's gone. Edge is going to quickly grab his shin bones and attach feet to them and then attach them to his femurs <laughs> and then to his hips and then uh, and then spine to, to, to hips the and hip then pelvis to the, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and just build himself back up, finally putting his skull on uh, to then kind of like rush out of the uh, rush out of the, the, the tent and kind of 
look around uh, as, as, as far and as wide as he can. Okay. Um, make, me, uh, make me an investigation check, actually, please. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. Oh. Uh, that is a 25. You take in every detail now that your friend, your closest friend, for the last few months is not there. Um, and you can see, you can see Cabin's footprints. You see where he was clearly sat for part of the evening next to the fire. And you see what looks like a strange footprint and um, drag mark almost next to it. And then as you continue to take into the surroundings, you then look to where the wooden pole of your tent is shoved into the ground and stuck up with then the, the canvas either side. And there is a, a copper knife with a piece of parchment pinned to the tent. Uh, I'll read it. I'll, 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 I'll definitely read it. What does the parchment say? I'll, I'll, I'll gently it... remove the knife so as not to tear the parchment, and then I'll read it. Okay. You do, and this is a very ornate knife, uh, and you realise it's it's made to look copper, but it's actually made of very, very hard and um, substantial metal. Um, and you can pocket that. There's a copper knife. It'll still be a standard knife, but you can have it. And as you then read the parchment, it's written very hastily in Cavan's scruffy writing. Um, and Cavan having some of an education, um, but not the best. It's, it's a little bit broken, but you get For the meaning reals, right? and you can see that it says, Edge, you know I wouldn't leave you unless it was important. Something found me. Something that promised me answers. I need to see this through. I will find you. At that moment, Edge is going to flash back to a memory that he collected um, on his journey. And... It's going to be him running up a, a little path to a small cottage engulfed in flames. As he rushes in and smashes the door down and kind of looks around and begins shouting, though you can't really hear what he's saying in the flashback. Chaos kind of ensues as flames begin to lick forward and then he snaps back to reality and is going to almost feel like he's struggling to breathe like almost like again like like a panic kind of situation like almost panic attacky as he's gonna be like guys 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 um uh cabin's gone cabin's gone jules immediately Cameron. up and, and, and out and what do you say he is gone. gone call out what has, has he been kidnapped uh th th there's a there's a letter here uh and he's going to just hand it to the first person that gets to him. Uh, probably Jewel. It will be Jewel, yeah. Oh, what does this mean? Uh, something has found them, they have to go. What is... So you uh, continue to read, Jewel, and you see the final two words, which say... Uh, final 
three words which say Paragon is close. Paragon is close? And I'll just bring up my notes. I must say, I don't know much about this Paragon deity. What, what's their deal? Well, Cavan was, I don't want to say obsessed, but talked a lot about this this deity and and apparently they were they're peaceful apparently or so he believes and edgius is going to look to lex as if to like ring back to call back to our conversation about gods kind of existing kind of not existing um i i don't i don't know much myself uh, i tend to avoid religion as it's you know it's a conforming thing that forces people to follow you know almost a dictator-like you know ideology through you know sustained you know belief cycles that are you know given to people through generations so it's, it's just not really my thing i'm a little bit more you know punk than that but uh, they had something to do with paragon he said that he could feel them or something like that they, they like I, I don't would commune I, I I don't really know I don't really understand it but uh, essentially Kevin felt like he knew this paragon in a deeper sense than I think he said that, that the most people would have known, even as a worshipper. If, if, if I, I recall, um, Kevin said he, he wanted these, uh, whatever we are going for, in order to com uh, commune with uh, Paragon. Yeah, so essentially the way he described it to me is like if you ever send a sending spell but for some reason the the like signal's not so good and it, it doesn't come out exactly right and that he's having trouble making the link and he's been trying to find a new way to make that link essentially and ask some questions well as it if, seems if, like a lot if of he us has um if he has found something or something is uh calling him away then maybe he uh, no longer needs the uh, crystals that we are looking for or the flowers or whichever so i don't know do do we move on do we try and edgy I mean, uh, do you want to follow him or do you want to come with us <sighs> he's gonna look at the path and then he's going to look back at, at the group of, of people kind of stood around him. Look, something similar a while ago happened. He, he thought he saw something and disappeared for a bit of time. I, you know, circled back around to, to the place where I left him and, and, and we ended up bumping back into each other and, and, and everything was fine. I, 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 my gut says follow, well, my spine says follow him, and, but my head says 
trust him? What do you guys think? What, what, what? Callum, you're, you're, you're an educated guy. Use your reasoning skills to, to, to break this one down for us a little bit further. Well, from what I can tell on the very scruffily written note, um, sounds like he's got somewhere to be. This is his handwriting, I assume. It looks, I mean, it's it, but it's done clearly in a rush. You see the way that the R is slanting there and the, the way that the F kind of flourishes off oh, and it looks like the R. ink kind of Sorry. trickles. Yes, no, that yeah. does make sense now. Um, yeah. I can't make the call for you, uh, for you darling, but um, having seen folks on a journey before, uh, there were like three individuals in my past who came, were a whirlwind, and disappeared, and then turned up later on. Sometimes you just have to let things play out, rather than try to inf influence them, or control them. You know, Cavan once said something to me, it just so happens. It was after that, that lady that he, uh, he, he spoke of gave me that, uh, that blindfold, I was feeling uh, a type of a way about them. And, um, and Cavan said, you know, sometimes you've got to let people go so that they can do their thing. And if it's meant to be, then they'll come back. And now, you know what? Like, I, I want to believe him, but she's never come back. So, and I, I was pretty sure she was the one. I was pretty sure. She rubbed my bones in ways that I hadn't experienced in a while. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. But I have not known uh, you or Kevin that long, but I believe that he will, he will come back and uh, find you once he has sorted his own uh, business out. Yeah, I, I hope I, I think uh, to uh, to, um, understand his character. If we manage to fix this portal, remind me to introduce you to a dryad. Me? Oh, I've read about those. Very promiscuous. Let's just say your bones will be rubbed in new ways. Oh, okay. he's gonna he's gonna look over at Callum and be like. You sandbagging son of a bitch! You've been holding out on us this whole time, haven't you? Look, look, guys, look. I'm not gonna say I'm not fucking bummed that he's gone, but I think we should trust him. Uh, he's never steered me wrong up until this point. I mean, shit, I mean, I don't know how we're gonna get back across the freaking water without him, but... You know, we'll come to that problem when we get there. A lot slower, uh, I think, is the answer to that one. Uh, but no. yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe next time I'll keep my pants on and, and help. Yeah. Well, yeah, your appendage was putting me off my stroke. I think it was putting all of us off of our... S stroke? <laughs> uh, so... Well, stroking uh, aside... Let's, um, uh, 
Yeah. Do you need something for Kevin, just in case they return here? That's that's a that's a good idea. I was gonna. I was gonna say something along the same lines, maybe a maybe a note, maybe uh. But then then anyone like and he's gonna just gesture to the the pile of dead bodies that are just next in in the broad daylight next to a tree near the camp. So like, but then anyone could just walk past and 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 see it, you know. So uh, I don't know. Um, do you know what? I, I've got an idea. Um, I'm gonna walk up to a tree. And I am going to write, I'm going to, if you will allow me, Jim, I would love to use my firebolt spell uh, to be able to, like, scorch something into a tree, basically, and scorch, like, a, 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 a little, a little, um, little guitar pick-shaped marker, basically, with an E in the center. Um, and uh, and Edge is going to be like, I'll leave a trail of guitar picks, I guess. That works. Let us uh, hope that we see him again soon. Yeah, should we, should we pack up in the meantime and, and, uh, and get, get out of here? I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, unfortunately, time is, uh, is pressing on us. Cool. Uh, Edgeus is then going to help pack up the the tents, um, one of which was Cavins, and he's going to um, definitely try to not carry that one because uh, he's already got his own tent. He's going to try and Do you ship want me that to, to put someone. it in my uh, bag of holding when he returns. But, but hey, I'm sure we can use it in the meantime oh, yeah. while he's. I'll add it. I'll add it to my bag. Yeah. Uh, For the purposes of my character sheet, have we had a long rest? Oh, yes. great question. I was about to say, everybody can tick the long rest button. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll need them spell slots today. In combat for seconds, minutes, maybe. You fucked them up, that's why. Um, you did fuck <laughs> them up pretty quickly. So the conversation um, was longer than the battle. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what are you trying uh, to say? We talk a lot. <clears throat> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's all good. It's good. Fantastical. <laughs> Um, um, I, will, I will also, before we set off, cast aid on us three again. You legend. Nice. Ten, Beautiful. Ten hit points, max. Ten hit points. Max Hell yeah, we love, we love a good bit of that. Um, I'm going to also, as we like, begin walking off. Edius is going to like, kind of let the others kind of step ahead. He he'll maybe like, like hold a branch out of the way so like Callum and the others can like walk past. And then as he Thank goes to like take a step and follow them, he's gonna look back at the footprint and uh, just be like, "Godspeed, Cavan," as uh, he turns around and follows the rest of the group, wishing that he could have said goodbye to his friend, if at least before he left. Very good. So you continue on your journey um and again callum sort of bumps out his familiar that white eagle and sends valena her into the sky to help guide your your journey um and you continue traveling for the the better part of a day um you stop for 
for lunch again you stop for rations take your breaks where needed um and again this this forest is hard going there are big thick tree roots and trunks to navigate through and um it's difficult to sort of get a gauge on the sun at some points where the canopy is thick but eventually you begin to start to see these rocky outcroppings and you realize you can't be that far away from the the mountains now as you you continue on there is a moment where the sun just dips and darkness just spreads and there's a moment of panic from you all even with dark vision this place is horrendously dark really difficult to see Valena comes sort of streaking down sensing Callum's slight panic and just sort of alights on his shoulder it feels very much a magical effect that wasn't not magical just oppressive darkness can I ask a question? Was I assume Cavern's footprints went in the opposite direction to northeast? Yes. Cool. Awesome. Just wanted to. Oh, they went just in a different to... direction, not necessarily opposite, but just different direction. Cool. Just wanted to make sure. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. Damn. Beautiful. Cool. You sort of hover for moments, thinking, "Do we?" stop here do we try and scramble around for a place to rest and then the moon just sort of alights in the sky and it is a large full moon even through the canopy of the trees you can see it shining yellowish whites well yellow bluish whites all around you and that's where you see it ahead of you this what you thought were trees but actually what now look like ten stone pillars. You begin to walk towards them. And as you approach them, we are going to take our short break for the <laughs> evening, and we will come back to this in part Mini two. cliffhanger. Mini cliffhanger, but only for a few minutes or so. So, my friends, um, thank you for an awesome first half. That was amazing. Um, I know we've had a few people sort of drop in, and, and thank you to the new follow. I know we didn't announce that immediately on stream. Oh, we yeah, were sort thanks of mid flow, But I will say thank you very much now. That is amazing. Welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. Um, now, I did promise a, a giveaway of the Eldritch Presses Into the Veils. Um, so yes, there is a PDF, at least one PDF copy up for grabs, depending on how many folks we get answering the question tonight. So to be within a chance or to be with a chance in with a chance to win one of those two PDF copies of Into the Veils, the question you have to answer is what was Edius's Bones' original surname? Ooh. What was Edius's Bones' original surname? Um, now, same rules as last week. If we don't get any winners, we will continue to roll over to next week. Um, and so on and so forth until so the PDFs are gone. Um, but, yes, um, just enter your answer in the chat. And then if we get more than one person who answers, we will do a quick either dice roll or something to make sure we, we make it fair. 
on, on who that winner is. Um, in fact, you know what, bollocks, it's going to be the first two that get them in. I don't know why I'm even questioning oh, Um So ignore me. Um, but yes, we will be back in a few minutes uh, with part two to see where this episode goes. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Malt and Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out the live action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time over on twitch.tv forward slash malt and magic. The VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the Monday stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We do love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, yo. Good stuff. So I don't think we got any answers. Excuse me. Don't think we got any answers for the competition, uh, which is fine. We will keep that rolling until people win, um, because I'm happy to keep doing that. Um, Welcome to the new chatters. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you are enjoying it so far. Um, I've dropped some of our custom rules into the chat, because there was a question around it. Um, and I suppose it's important that people who are watching understand what we're doing in the background because I know obviously all the players already do. They've had that that briefing. Um, do the we? Final thing I do need to say really? is I need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'll guide you through that process. <laughs> the final thing I need to say is I need to retcon one of the final moments there in terms of I did my maths wrong. Um, it's not one day that was able to finally find this place. It's three days, or um, so three days in total. Um, so yes, you've travelled a couple of extra days to get to where you are now, with that moon now rising up, revealing these ten stone pillars which are arranged in a circle. So, my friends. I feel like arrive. our tagline should be Molten Magic, we do bad maths, because that's, that's pretty much <laughs> our course. You ask my wife. You ask my wife how bad my mental maths is, and she will probably just laugh in your face. Um, as we get to the stone, the, the, the pillars, I'm gonna like come up to Jules and uh, I'm gonna be like, uh, just in case, and just place a hand on, uh, on Jules' back and cast, uh, cast Mage Armor. Sweet. Nice. nice. What the hell does that do? <laughs> uh, that. 13 that, so- plus your dex modifier. Exactly. Wow, look at that. That's why he's the GM and I'm fucking hey. sat here like a doofus. <laughs> Legend. Sorry, sorry, Bodie, I completely shat on your Christmas there, didn't no, I? No, no, that, that, that was perfect. And, uh, and as a, um, almost like a shadowy essence, as I lift my hand, kind of, the shadow kind of ripples away. And as I kind of walk along, the, the shadow continues to like feed out of my hand and kind of engulf you. Jewel, uh, until you're you're almost a little bit of a haze uh, with this kind of almost June-esque shield of mage armor nice. uh, on you, basically. So I believe, Jewel, that should take your AC up to 17. Sorry, what did you say? It was 13 plus. 13 plus 13 dex plus modifier. Your, oh, sorry, your dex is <clears throat> only plus 3, isn't it? Not yeah, plus sorry, 16. So yeah, yeah. I can't, again, 
Not magic, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm on 16, but that is too high than I had before. So I am pretty happy with that. Hell yeah, very good. As a person who dies all of the time, you need all the help you can yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just need, we just need a running tally on the bottom of the screen for how long she, how many times she dies every episode. Uh, now, Jewel. Yes. As you continuously sort of like you've used this this long sword that you found a couple mm. of times and realised it's not it quite, didn't quite her bag. Fit your purpose. Yeah. And as spend one a night, you sort of spend some time with it, and almost attune deeper to it. Oh! And it's almost like the sword itself begins to understand you as well as you understand it, and the blade length just magically shrinks down, so it becomes a short sword. Nice. No one's ever wished for less inches, have they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know if you managed to pierce something on the other end, then maybe. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, cool. I imagine if you had like a twelve-inch dong, you'd probably wish for less inches, wouldn't you? Because nobody needs that amount. <laughs> take it down to a reasonable ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of our It's all crossy content here at Mortal Magic, oh, folks. Just, <laughs> super classy, top, top of top tier. Very good, my friends. Um, I, t I take it is still. Uh, so it is now nighttime, moonlight. It is nighttime. Guys. Big full moon on the third night. Um, and you see these ten pillars. Uh, Edge, you were about to say something. Bodhi, you wanted to say something. Uh, I was gonna just basically try and relay to the group, like let's like fan out ever so slight, like it as quietly as I can. Just like let's fan out and kind of just like come at this from a couple of different angles before we just step into the moonlight that you know is precariously, hauntingly shining down on this gorgeous little pillar area and uh, and then and then if i could i would like to um cast uh, no actually no you know what i'll just i'll just walk around can i make an investigation check looking into the the center like what's going on in the middle of all these pillars you can make an investigation check yes awesome. <laughs> that's uh that's a nat one and that one. The light of the moon and the shadows make it so it's very difficult to get a a proper assessment of what this stone circle actually looks like. You know you're going to have to get closer um, to really even begin to understand what's going on now. I'm going to like do sign language to whoever's closest to me. Be like... What do you see? <laughs> now you're making that language. Can't just give it there go in. <laughs> I'll just use message to talk to him to go, what the hell are you doing? Does message like head. echo out of his skull and suddenly it's like a fogger and like... <laughs> 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 Cannon. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. It definitely does. It's like, it's like in its... Like what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a person that is parked in cell three. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a small little like portable speaker. 
is, uh, is if, if you if you use if you cast message through. Can I respond with message? Does that give me a response? You yep. can. I'll, no, cool. does it? I don't know. Let me check. I was confused with fucking sending sure? stones because I have both. I think they work the same. Don't they? Yeah, message you... should allow you to send yeah. a message back. Me me message, you can respond to this message. It's just they can 30. they can reply. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Um, oh, there's there's no six seconds limit, on that one, whereas the other one's a number of words. There's no word limit on um, okay. message. It's not like a tweet. Okay. Uh, in that case, then I will. Uh, I will be like, uh, do you, I can't see anything from my angle. It's it's fucking bright. Can you guys see anything? <clears throat> what can at, at that point see? I will really honing on it and try and see what I can okay. see. Perception checks from two of you, then, please, Joel and Lex. 18. Mm. 18. Perception. I can do math, I promise. 22. <clears throat> 22. The two of you managed to see, <laughs> see through <laughs> the, the conflicting light in here. And you can see that each of these pillars, or at least the closest ones you can see, look like they have a crescent moon symbol on them and some sort of runes written across them. Or at least the one immediately in front of you definitely does. What? What do you, what do you see? <laughs> I see, I see, I see nothing, some darling, do you? runes and like a, a crescent moon symbol. Have, a, have I seen that symbol before? You're seeing that. Um, make me a make me an Arcana check, please. I'm not seeing shit. Going at you with a thirteen. A thirteen? No, you've never seen that symbol before. I've, I've never seen any markings like this before. Are you aware of any rituals? What fucking markings, you want around? It's it's a it's a moon, but a but a crescent one. You know what a crescent moon looks like, right? Where? Uh, could um, could you look up and is the moon crescent? No, great question. Moon. That's a fucking great question. <clears throat> I ain't staying here a month. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm going to remind you of the fucking material that you're after. <laughs> And, and the description of said material. <laughs> to be fair, Dave, it takes us three hours to open doors sometimes. It, it, it does. And, 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 and the fact that, that, that Matt is saying that, like I can remember, I've slept since then. <laughs> We're looking for a, 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 that flower drenched in moonlight, aren't we? Oh, you see, it's perfect. And you were meant to be here. Flower that only blooms right under the light of the full moon. And it's not a full is moon. There a... Well, it is. It is yes. a full moon. It is. Hey, is, is it... happy for that's good for the story. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> you'd be a real, you'd be a real dictator um, if uh, you know you went. Uh, it's the crescent moon. You've got to wait fourteen days. <laughs> come, come back in a month. Come back after your period, and we'll see. <laughs> I reckon. Uh... Uh, is is there any? Is there a, is there a flower growing anywhere under this moonlight? Make an investigation check, please. Fuck's sake. 
come on this time. I'm gonna use a different fucking die. It's gonna be loud, isn't it? Son of a bitch. Um, that is a 17. You see a number of flowers dotted around, but nothing that would give you the feeling that it's what you're looking for. Doesn't seem special enough. <clears throat> Are these um, the, the the symbol on the rune? It's on on a rock or a pillar or something. Does it look like standing it, stone? Standing stone. Sorry. So it is on that, and it does that then resemble that it is in a, a, any form of circle, or is it just by itself? So you can see there are these stones. Standing stones, not ten, as apparently I can't read either. I'm doing maths. There are seven. Um, and you can see there are seven okay, now, now. Quite clear stones. <laughs> it's because I went through this a couple of times as I reiter mm -hmm. like iterated through my well, seven my puzzle. And no, 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 no. As in, I went. Let's start with ten. No, that's too many. Right. Let's go through that, and I eventually landed on yeah. seven. So fuck you for starters. There are seven of these standing stones, but the f the one immediately in front of you, which is probably only around thirty feet in front of you, has this symbol of a crescent moon that you can clearly see, and some runes underneath. Um, I'm gonna pick up a rock. And I'm gonna throw it into the moonlight area. Solid. And yep. see if anything happens. Okay. Um, you throw this rock, small stone, and it sort of bounces off this stone or this standing stone. You hear it clatter and then just <laughs> as it lands in the in the centre, where you can see moonlight beaming down. Sits on the floor. It's a rock in moonlight. I go. Shall we go in? We have not. Uh, we have not come this far to turn back. Let's go. Yeah. I assume we all step out into the light at the same time. <laughs> Just, woof. Well, I, I, I mean, I would, I would say that, I mean, Jules... A moment from Pirates of the Caribbean where yeah. everybody turns skeleton apart from Edius. <laughs> <laughs> turns back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry, Dave, oh. I totally cut over you there, but I had to get that one out. No, that was a good one. That was a very good one. I was going to say, uh, yeah, so Jules would... Um, uh, yeah, reading this correctly would actually be... Yeah. The goal is to get past those uh, standing stones. It feels like if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen the moment you step past that. Okay. Okay. Um, walk over to the standing stone with the uh, with the crescent moon, I guess. Begin mm -hmm. feeling around, seeing if I can press anything. Uh, is it like it, any of the stone movie, or is it solid? <laughs> Does feel like the stone can rotate. Oh. oh shit. Oh, oh, that's a hard puzzle that I'm not gonna be able to solve coming along. <laughs> Here we go. Um first of all, I'm going to uh use my disguise kit, pull out um my disguise kit in a bit of cloth, 
and I'm going to use one of the like powder things or like a, you know, a lipstick style, something or other to make a rubbing of the, uh, mm -hmm. of the runes and, uh, and of the, the crescent moon shape. I guess then I'll just start looking and see if there's any other shapes around. Okay. I will check. Um, is the moonlight covering everything or is it pointed towards a particular thing? Because I'm thinking, I've seen it in a video game before where you've got to turn it to angle the moonlight to hit the flower just to get it. I've played Assassin's Creed so Valhalla and that's what happened. You will look around and you'll see that the moonlight is hitting at a certain angle and it's not that the light itself you can reflect or reflect, uh, refract, but you can see that shadows certainly lie in a certain direction depending on how these stone and you see edge sort of slightly move one of these stones and it does affect the shadow i think uh we, and then is there a flower that happens to be in shadow or is there flowers in the moonlight nope no flowers um well it's not going to bloom is it because there's no moonlight on it so is there a weed looking thing that's in some shadow. Or is there a perceivable centre to this? Did you say perception or investigation, sorry? Per uh, investigation, sorry. Fifteen. Fifteen. You don't see... Well, you see, you see plenty of weeds, but... You get the impression there's a circle for a reason. And in the dead centre of the circle, there is a mound... But there's nothing on top of that mound. And that's currently in shadow. Nope. Currently in light. Ooh. I, um... I wonder, should we, um... Should we see if there is a, a, a flower uh, nearby and we need to bring it into the centre? Um... I've also noticed that edges you can move some of those stones, which then affects the, the way the moonlight falls on the ground. So maybe um, that might come into play a little bit. I'll uh, I'll <laughs> shift and I'll be like Lefty Lucy and try and shift it round and, and and rotate it as Lex says that. Okay. We'll say you make me strength check. To begin with, please. Ah, <laughs> shit. Um, let me, uh, well, that's not going to be great at all. <laughs> that's really bad. Fuck, that's a three. Is that just... <laughs> Where's Calvin? Shit, where's Calvin? <laughs> <laughs> Callum will walk over. Shall I give you a hand? Uh, it's all right. It's all right. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Make me another strength uh, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four. Uh, four. You stood there just gripping this stone. You can see it does rotate, but you're just there like... <clears throat> but in that moment, you realize that the runes in front of you actually form language as you stare at this crescent moon and, and runic pattern and somehow some way those runes form words which read where shadows meet moonlight the petals secret takes flight 
And once more to the uninitiated. <laughs> Where shadows <laughs> meet moonlight, the petal's secret takes flight. Well, I, I, that I'm not uh, none the wiser. I, 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 as I'm rotating, I'm going to let go and be like, never mind. I, I, I think I worked it out. Never mind. Uh, there's the <laughs> runes make a language. It wasn't that I couldn't turn it. Stop laughing at me, Callum. It wasn't that I couldn't turn it. It was that I realized something. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I offered to help. I'm not. It, look. It says, and I'm going to point to Cam, look, you seem like you know a lot of things. It says, where the shadows meet the moonlight, the petal's secret take, the petal's secret take flight. Takes flight. Fuck. My Easy for to say. Well, then we, um, <laughs> we, what, we, 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 need, we need to have uh, both moonlight and, and the shadow crossing as the center of, of this um, clearing. Do you so investigation check, please? Uh, nice. Putting some flowers in the, in the moonlight may, may help. It's, it's a good line of inquiry to start with, Joel. I like that. <clears throat> 24. 24. In the orientation of all of these standing stones, you see that there is only one point where the shadows of two standing stones touch. So all of the shadows of these standing stones, apart yep. from two, are separate. Yeah. There is one area, one point, where two shadows cross each over each other. And are they from stones that look like they are movable? You would have... I'll say with a 24, maybe. Potentially. They look very similar. First of all, I would check, in essence, the edge, you know, of that shadow. And just double check there's nothing eye-catching along that. When you say check the edge, are you looking, are you moving, what are you doing? I will move to that edge, so I will literally walk along that sort of line. As you walk along that line, and there's a moment where your tail just flicks over that meeting point, that crossing point, the two pillars where these shadows come from light up. I stop. What? What did you do there, Jewel? You've you've caught more light. Um. Apparently, I am standing here. I'll, like, move further into the... So, what was that? The shadow that my tail went in? Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, I move more into the shadow. And the light of these two pillars just... Glows even brighter. And they... Emit this very soft, radiant moonlight effect. And as they glow, the shadows that they emit... Dissipate. And they continue to glow. And you then see that the crescent moon symbol appears and more runic language on one oh, of those two pillars. Cool. I run up to to that one and read the the language if I can. I may not be okay. able to. As your eyes focus on these runes that seem to shift slightly in the moonlight, 
you then look upon it and you see a second riddle. Where night turns to day, the flower's gift finds its way. Where night turns to day, the flower's gift finds its way. Which I will then repeat to the group. How does that make sense? If it, if, it, if we need a, a flower that blooms in the moonlight, what use is it going to be during the day? I, I, I am, I am also Lex... a, a truly baffled. No, Lex Jewel must have solved the previous phrase, whatever, I can't remember, and well, you, you, she uh, stood where oh, the shadows crossed and... Y yes, I, I, I was I, trying and to then these that. glowed, and a new riddle formed. And I'm assuming we just have to but, uh, find I, a location I, within this circle. As Callum rolls a natural twenty on his intelligence check. Nice, oh, Callum. But uh, Callum, I, I, I thought we needed a, sure a, a, well. a moon, a moon-drenched flower. So it needs to stay moonlight, does it not? That is why I'm baffled. But perhaps in order to reach such an item, maybe it's... Look, from what I know of the Fae, they don't make things easy. And if a location of such an item that is, I'm going to assume, powerful, you wouldn't just leave that out in the open, would you? You'd put wards around it, protection, something. Otherwise, any dick on the spot could just come and pick that flower and... Well, it's fucked then, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, does that mean that we need to wait until day? Or that we need to turn this light coming off the pillar into daylight? Anybody well, it says where night no. turns to day. Oh, Alex. Uh, can, we, can we look to see if anywhere around the kind of glade is anywhere where the shadows and like moonlight cross each other so there's like a point where both shadow and moonlight cross one another specifically make me a perception or investigation check please edius hell yeah that's that's the fucking that's the ticket right there holy shit um that's gonna be a Two. <laughs> a 26 26 the minute you think of that and think well when you say that you do find a point on the eastern side of the circle where moonlight and shadow meet very abruptly uh, I assume Jules uh, Jewel hasn't moved from, or have they moved from their spot between two shadows they or moved, they still, still so those there. shadows are now gone as these pillars have lit up, oh, and they've moved okay. over to where one of those pillars then had a new Beautiful. set of runes. Beautiful. I'll uh, I'll I'll walk over and be like, ah, I think what it means is when night turns to day, it's where light crosses over shadow, and uh, he's gonna just step into this spot and go, so ta-da. Three pillars light up, and the one in the middle, you see a crescent moon symbol appears in runic language. Uh, Edius is going to be like, 
awesome, and then like do like a little air guitar solo to himself, <laughs> and then uh, and then step uh, step back into the the circle and be like, oh okay, um, can it, what's it say? He's gonna say to whoever's closest to it as he walks towards Are it. Are you closest to it? Mm, oh, I don't am know. I closest to it? Lex, I'll let you go read this one. <laughs> oh. Huh. I'm ready. Okay, you step up to this oh, pillar, great. you read In the starry embrace, the petal hides its grace. In the starry embrace, the petal hides its grace. And then I'll immediately look up. See what I can see. See an open bit of the canopy, an almost perfect circle. Big bright moon, lots of little stars. You see the night sky, my friend. And then, do the constellation of the stars make the shape of a flower or any shit like that, or is there just like a somewhere in the canopy that is a flower? Make me, uh, make me an investigation check. Uh, as you spot the little dip. seven seven you see multiple constellations that are known to you that sort of reflect what you were taught as a as a child but also what you've learned through your own studies nothing of which is reminiscent of a flower okay Okay. Uh, starry embrace. Well, has anyone ever been called a star here? Um, you're in a band. You're I've been called lots of things. things. A star is not one of them. Can. Uh, okay, can Jewel look at. You said that these, um, uh, these were seven pillars, is that right? Mm hmm. And currently five are lit up. Are these pillars, do they have a top or do they just come to a point? What's the, how, how, how are they? Sort of flat tops. Flat tops. Sort of very rectangular, cuboid. And have, Sick have, haircut. have the worm, ones that we've worked on been sort of in order? Are they random? Like, what's... Hmm. There was two on one side yeah. and three on another. So you've got sort of like six and seven, if you like. Yeah. Okay. To one of the okay, so to one of the ones that haven't been lit up, um, can Jewel go to it and then climb it and get to the top, please? You can. So we jump up to the top of one of them and then see if there's any symbols or any, you know. Uh, and she'll 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 point. She'll she'll look back down at the group. Um, well, this is the, 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 the most star-touched area of these stones. This is the top of them. I am... Um, let me see if I can find something. And we'll look from her vantage point, from one of them, but to all the others, if there any markings of any kind. Make me an investigation check, please. Look for star-touched crystals while you're up there. We need one of them and all. <laughs> 
22 again 22 so you can see again the the shadows if you like of these two remaining unlit pillars one of which points almost directly towards the pillar you're stood on and then as you look at the pillar you're stood on you see that the shadow of it reaches out behind you as you study the the pillar that you stood on you look down and you see there is a symbol of a crescent moon almost facing that pillar that is projecting shadow onto it right sorry i i'm on the one that's in shadow or the one that is casting the shadow you are on the one that the top is not in shadow yeah but there is shadow projected on one face of it <clears throat> okay so i'll I'll jump off, move to the other one. Um, uh, Callum, uh, 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 an end. We need to. Uh, no, this won't work. There is shadow on this one. What are you thinking? I was yes. I was trying to think if there is a way of us um, getting the shadow off this pillar I was just on. No, this is not going to work. I was. I was being foolish. I thought I could twist it, but that would make no difference. I'm sorry. Is there any way we can think of not getting having the shadow on this? Um, can these be pushed? I... Um, can we try? <clears throat> can we try try and push it out out of the way? Give 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 it a shove, yeah. Callum, I I, I will assist you. Okay. That means I've got to make the advantage. Yeah, you're damn right. Ball. I mean, I'm, he's the stronger one. Go on, on then, Callum. Thirteen with a <laughs> minus one to strength. <laughs> the two of you, which way are you pushing it? Uh, away from the other pillar, so that the shadow moves away off. Away from the other pillar. So you push it, <laughs> and it just leans back enough that the, the shadow recedes oh, that fire well the sixth pillar begins to glow and you Jewel can see crescent moon forms and runic language okay so Jewel will run over to the to, to that one everybody let's have a look at this one oh yeah and the final we're roll now un, well yeah no sorry the not the final the last no, it's not. I'm thinking of the wrong pillar. Sorry, the one that's just lit up. Because fuck me, there's the one remaining. Uh, yeah, brain. That's what very late train journeys will do for you. The one that's just lit up then reads, Under Lumina's gaze, the petal's beauty does amaze. Now I need everybody to make me a straight wisdom check, just off the bat of that, uh, back of that one. Yeah, that is... That's a four. Four whizzy. <laughs> Straight wisdom check. I rolled a one, so that was two. Very good. Doing well. That tracks. I rolled the one button. A, I rolled a five. <laughs> We're all just fucking out. The fuck does this mean? Ten. Yo team. But I'm kind of not wanting to give it to you since you all rolled shit. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Say, say, say it again. 
Under Lumina's gaze, the petal's beauty does amaze. So in theory now, the moon should be shining on what we want to see, right? And what we need. It's the the plinth in the middle that had nothing on it. It's something happened there now. The moon still you know, continues was... to shine there. There is no shadow. Oh, there is still some shadow, but it doesn't stretch all the way across to that other pillar now. But the central, the central section with a rock in the middle is not in shadow. There is still a column of shadow that crosses it. Okay. I'm assuming Lumina is a, a moon goddess, something like that. Oh, yeah, good question. Can Only have been other... paying attention to WhatsApp. Or signal, I should say. If we... <laughs> so, um, have we... Have any of us heard of Lumina? I will allow you, since you've asked the question, to make me an extra history check, but that was originally what the wisdom check was for. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see that makes that makes total sense. But it's fine. I, I'm, I'm, Make me no, a history you check. Do you know what? I, I, I'm more than happy to forgo that one. I'm definitely more than happy <laughs> okay. to forgo. I, I don't know what the okay. luminar is, bro. Um. Okay. Uh, all right, chat. Give us right. a minute, all right? Because we're gonna work this one out. <laughs> Callum's gonna be there, just going Lumina, Lumina. I know that name, Lumina. Lumina, Lumina. <laughs> Okay, do we think that it is actually a god that we've heard about? Is it something that happened when we spoke to the elders? Is it a stone or a crystal we've already got? <clears throat> oh, shit. One second. Is she one of the elders? <laughs> Hang on a minute. <clears throat> um, Can I pull something from no. within a pocket that can. I've had on me for a while? Um, I'll be like... I don't know if this is going to do anything. And um, I'll pull from my pocket uh, a magnifying glass and see if I can find like some sort of angle with the moonlight to like use it to project it onto this, this stone plinth and try and like get rid of that shadow a little bit. Make me... Give me a dexterity check with advantage, please. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, no. Do you know what? Make me a sleight of hand check with advantage. Okie dokie. Yes, boss. Okay, then. Um, that is a 16. 16. There's a moment where oh. you take your magnifying glass out and you're like well fuck it it works with sunlight usually and you just sort of move it around and there's a moment where you do manage to just touch and get it so that the shadow itself fades and there's a reflection of light that hits a crescent moon symbol on this final unlit pillar that you didn't realize was there and that flashes for a moment can the as you then move it off okay so ah edgius i think you have something hang on a moment um jewel will then run over can you um can you can you try and 
send that uh, that moonlight towards my blade, and she will throw, pull her blade out and see if she can, if you if you can then basically bounce it off the the side of the blade. The blade uh, has some little crescent moon designs down the side. Oh, Dave! Oh, yes. So clutch. I got okay. to the point of search my inventory um, in yeah. this <laughs> quest. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's 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 presumably at this very moment because we are in in. I would consider. I don't know. It's probably quite bright, but let's call it dim light. Uh, you do see a sort of a, a glow. My desk. Yeah, you see a slight glow. It the the blade is brighter than our surroundings, um, and 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 is going to see you know. I, I I wonder if it is going to magnify the, the moonlight uh, onto, onto the symbol. Ooh, that's a nice sword. Where did you get that from? Damn! Uh, this this uh, this dagger is uh, coming handy a few times. It is one of the few magical uh, items I am willing to to bear. That's a nice way to say they stole it, right? I mean, it sounds like it. Uh, and Edgis is then going to start like turning the magnifying glass to like angle it at uh, at Jewel. And we'll we will use your previous check. And as you shine it on this dagger, the dagger glows. Not in the way you were expecting, Jewel. It's almost like the the glow that it had turns into this aurora-like effect. Um, let me a an intelligence saving throw, please. Yikes! Oh, no. Yikes! Get cursed, son. Oh, say well, doesn't that? Uh, actually, it kind of <laughs> helps. Actually, uh, fourteen. I was going to say that was appalling. Just a check. <clears throat> As this aurora-like glow forms around the dagger. A voice speaks into your mind. Always, always good when a sword spike speaks. Yes, yeah, great. It's, it's going to go so well. <laughs> it always goes well. Always. <laughs> I am Luminastra's blade. What will you have of me? Shit. I mean, shank something, shank something with it. <laughs> yeah, just goes stab off and just stabs Lex. Like, is that what you want? In answer to your question, uh, I uh, we are looking for. Um, Moon-drenched petals. I can you gaze upon our location? Can you shine bright in this area? Make me a persuasion check, please. This music is not giving me hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was, getting, I, was getting, I was getting so fucking overexcited there. Uh, sorry, I'm doing a what and a hoo-ha? Persuasion check, please. 
persuade that god. There's a wolf sound in the distance there. Yeah. I know it was a cat, but I'm going to turn it into a wolf sound. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in my cat. Can we going to do a poo? I'm like he usually does on stream. I, I should Lovely. not have moved all these because that was an average. Uh, for persuasion yes. of 26. Damn, on, son. Get persuaded, god. <laughs> the dagger just... And Aurora, like light, shines out across everyone and hits this final unlit pillar. And you see, hidden in shadow, a symbol of a crescent moon. And as the Aurora light hits, two of the stones just fall into each other. And a moonlight portal appears. <laughs> the voice in your head again, Jewel. Luanastra has seen you. And she will come asking. So, uh, the inner Glow monologue fades. of Jewel is... Not another fucking one. I've got enough already. <laughs> but she ha so this this yes the, her 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 stomach sinks, but uh, she does look up and is that it? Have we done it? I just gonna I'll go, go put check my hand where on that door. central column of light is. Sorry, pretty often. No, it's all good. Perfect. I'm gonna go put a hand on Jules and be like. Freaking great idea. Are, are, are you okay? Uh, yes. The, um... There was a, a voice inside my head. I believe it was from the blade. From... From Luminesra. I think I owe another god a favor. <laughs> oh, what the it is becoming a thing. I, I, oh dear. Can you stop indebting yourself to deities, please? I didn't mean to, Lex. I got my blade <sighs> out. Okay. I mean, we, you, you guys just brushed over it. I'll, I think I should circle back to it. Another? Meaning that there's possibly multiple others. Oh, is, yeah, like is, the demigod of the astral plane is yes, I, best friend now. I apparently was partially saved by them as well. And she's died a lot of times, as, as we've established. Oh, oh, one or two, which is becoming an habit. Oh, dear. Oh, we're definitely going to have a chat after <laughs> all this. I, I, well, I have. Look, Edges, I realize. Callum, at this point, carry on, Dave. After everything that you were saying, what we have seen of you now, I now understand why you wanted to speak to me when you realize I died. Oh dear. Yeah. This is yeah. a thing. Um, no, I'm just going to say, and you all thought this was weird and points at Edgius. You've got this shit going on. <laughs> yeah. He, do, yeah. You know, now you know why I was so accepting of you, Edgius. I've got my own, I've got my own problems to deal with. Uh, I'm just, I was very open about the whole Fey thing, but you fuckers know just we're going to hide all sorts of shit. Story. Yes, I, I am not a transparent and uh, open book. Lex, have we done it? Is there a flower here? 
I um, will go over and check what's happening in the moonbeam. So there's not a moonbeam, moon. but you now have a what looks like a a window that's formed, almost a pure moonlight. And as you stare into that portal, you can see on the other side almost a reflection of the the very area you're in. But on that mound, there is flowers growing and what looks like maybe fireflies just buzzing around the top of it. Into the fire! Orange go. glow. <laughs> Guys, we did it! We did it! We did it! Uh, is that. The... What, what? Is this a Meccano portal? Or is this a Fey portal? Um, it's, uh... it's not Fey. It's. It's. It's not? Hang on, hang on. Let me Let's consult my book portal? and I'll, I'll go through my me, me portal book to see what the fucking orange nice. portal colour is. Hell yeah. Uh, make me an investigation check with advantage. Come on. Nope. <laughs> fucking hell, a three and a five. Three and a five, um, which is fitting, because you flick through this and there's nothing in this book about moonlight portals. Mm. Uh. Well, we didn't. Well, what, what, first of all, Lex, what do you see? Would be a you know that orange glow we see in our dreams or in that shared vision. Um, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. looking into a windowed portal. If I actually not put, you know, when you put your head to a, a glass to look through a window, if I nice. do that, think because it is a window, what do I see through it, or do I just get sucked in and the edge is gone? As you put your head to it expecting to feel some resistance you just and it's like putting your head through or into a cool pool of water but you can still breathe as you put your head through and there's sort of this shimmer effect but you can see out to the other side and you see a very similar glade as i come back in front of my mic so you can actually hear me properly um you see the exact same glade but there are four white flowers in full bloom under the light of a full moon with these orange glowy bugs almost or magical effect above them and the circle of standing stones surrounded by these faint blue what you can only describe as wisps um, um question the, just the to get flowers on the other side of this this little door <clears throat> I can't quite reach them from here. We have to go through. Is it is is this is this more um, mirroring our plane? So like we're here and and it's it's opposing to us, or are we at a door? Because you is said that we down. had two stones. Changes things. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is the it two the stones from where they were stood just yeah. went, <clears throat> and it's like a mirror. It's a reflection. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense, because I was going to say that we need to like drop into a puddle, but uh, if we don't need to, that's cool. <laughs> um, is there a way to capture some sort of essence of this portal, whether it be in some sort of a vial, or to, to be able to trap some of the arcane potential that this portal is creating, for possible later examination as, as an investigator? Would, would there be any methods known to the world for uh, magic containment into mundane storage devices? 
Make I like your thinking. Make me an Arcana check, please. Okay, let's let's do me right here. Do me right here. Oh, fucking nat twenty. Let's go. Oh, nat twenty. Get so you on your person have a particular piece of gemstone. Mm-hmm. But you also have a vial or something in your disguise kit and something just calls you and you take that shard mm-hmm. and put it near the portal and as you put it near the portal the shard itself almost in opposing effect glows black and gives that dark saber type effect but it allows you to just collect some of that moonlight like glow and put it into this vial and stopper it shove it into your bag sick awesome <laughs> um, I'm gonna look at Lex and be like I didn't even know I could do that but here we um, are well be careful with that what was we don't that want to plane our disturbance we'll, we'll investigate it later <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, just something that I got during the event I mentioned earlier, and he's going to slide the, the shard back into his inside jacket pocket. Uh, With... So has, has, has Lex said this is not a portal yet? No, I've said it's a portal because I've said the flowers are on the other side. Oh, yeah. I need to get to them. You have said it's a portal. Uh, how, not... how far out of reach are they? Great question. They are about... 10, 15 foot on the other side of the portal? Uh, um, I, I think maybe I could reach them. Um, this might be a weird question, Edges. Can I borrow one of your arms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, will, it, uh, will, will it work? You, you see it like... Your body? Pop and pop it off. Uh, Jim, I don't know. When I pop my limbs off, do they work when I'm not then when they're not attached to me it doesn't scooby-do so it's got to in real life <laughs> and real life is obviously dd fucking 88 yeah it still works <laughs> beautiful yes. oh wow that's gonna be helpful holy shit that's gonna be helpful for you now for have double the reach <laughs> you now have double the reach that is brilliant <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna like crack my shoulder out of place and uh and pull my arm from the wrist out of my sleeve and uh, and hand you like the shoulder joint basically awesome Th- thank you excuse me i um, think i'm gonna be sick <laughs> just hold, hold on to my hold on to my uh my coat and then i'll, I'll use it to lean in and try and yep. grab a flower using edges as arm <laughs> Pretty I imagine sure at this point, because not... Edgius can't see, the hand's just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, no, uh, Edgius Ed- is, like, Ed- is, is doing, is doing puppet fingers for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, tell you when to grab, stop flailing the arm. I'll tell you when. It's going to be like a claw machine now. Beautiful. So I'll, I'll tell you when to grab. Um, Edgius, make me an assisted dexterity check, please. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're miles away from these flowers. But... <laughs> it's like... worth a shot, right? It's worth of every shot. It's brilliant. Just for comedic like... value. 
I like the idea as well that like you're, you're directing me one way and the other way. In this moment, we learn that Edgius actually might be dyslexic as he gets his lefts and rights mixed up. He's <laughs> grabbing uh, the wrong way. <laughs> as, uh, as, as you kind of get frustrated, he's going to turn, like the hand's going to turn and talk to you and be like, hey, chill out, man. I'm, I'm going to get there, okay? And then he'll go back to... Uh, we we'll go back to uh, grabbing. Um, cool. So sleight of hand, did you say? With disadvantage? Uh, uh, a straight dexterity, but I'll know I'll allow oh. sleight, of hand, uh, sleight of hand uh, with disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> with a dis disadvantage. Why? It's not connected to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a, 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 a natural... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment, Lex, where you think you've reached it, and like your top half is in through this portal on this mirrored area, and you say now, and Edgis's hand just turns into almost like a shovel and just boom, digs into the dirt as the skeletal fingers just boom, dig in, and you just hear this rustling, just, and from where you are, out of three trees to oh. the what would now be the the east west and southeast three wooden figures with these glowing yellow eyes step out and they have wooden shields that are almost formed out of a limb and these wooden clubs that form um and a an ethereal voice speaks out who disturbs the glade and all four of you are sucked in through this portal oh. and if you'd like to load up Albert Rodeo there's a little treat for you oh, oh yes very oh yeah <clears throat> hold on a minute I haven't done it on that one I've never been more excited. I bet these wood guys. Lex has never been sucked it. before, so this is a real tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at these little ants. Oh, it's animated. Do excuse us, chat, while I sort a few bits out here. Holy fuck! Ch chat, it's sick. You're gonna love it. You Matt, will in a minute. It's fucking <clears throat> popping off. Look at the shadows. What in the s holy cyber? Is happening here, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, it's reality. worth it for just that reaction there. Jeez, wow! First of all, we we'll go to that one, and we'll be there in a minute. Uh, yeah. We will go to that one. Um, now, right. immediately, I need initiative. everyone to roll initiative, please. Oh yeah, let's fight! Uh, and I'm going to say what we're going to do is we will play until half ten. And then we will pick this up next week wherever it's at. It's cool. fine. Lex is just going to smash them all to pieces and we're all good. We're I'll gone. have won by then. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Fully believe that. I've got an initiative of 15. I just rolled a 15 too. Oh, nice. Thir um, 13 from Edgius. 13 from the Edgelord. Uh, what is my initiative? 13 from the Edgelord. That one. There we go. Nice. Jewel the 28. A dirty 20. Dirty oh. 20. Very good. So the initiative order is going to be Jewel, Callum, Lex, and Edius. Oh. Sweet. <clears throat> okay, so... 
We're not fighting all those little fireflies, are we? It's the trees, right? <laughs> yes. One, two, three, four, The things five, that three. are labelled. <laughs> <laughs> and you're into your 17th round of combat. <laughs> um, sorry, it, it, um, nothing else is going before Jewel. Nope, all on you. Okay. Um... <clears throat> That was one hell of a drumbeat to start combat. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> we may have rolled initiative, but... Jewel will bring out her short sword, and it makes absolutely no combat difference, and technically can't do it as combat, we'll, but will bring out her dusk... Well, she will continue to hold her dusk dagger. So she is two-weapon holding... But it's mm -hmm. purely for theatrics. Um, <clears throat> okay. And we'll speak out to the glaive, uh, to these, 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 possibly where the voices came from, A, B, and C. We are, we are here to uh, collect the flowers, and we have been given passage to do so. She will hold an attack. No, she will move. Ooh. She will move up next to them and will hold her attack with the Defender Short Sword um, for anyone who comes within striking distance. Very good. So for theatrical purposes then, as you say, you've come for the flowers. That ethereal voice booms out at this point. None may take... The blossoms. The ground itself shakes, just for dramatic effect. That so, jewels go. With with that, Carry she on. then gets into a much more combat stance. So the daggers, you know, lower. The sword is out, and she is just looking them down. Okay, Callum's then going to go next and just stands there. And why has that gone, Callum? It was Callum first, sorry, yeah, ignore me. Um, Callum's just going to be there going, uh, Jewel, what are we doing? What what, what are we doing? And then just connects his hands together and goes invisible. <laughs> Thanks, Callum. Bye. Appreciate you. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Lex? Um, I'm... Of I'm taking initiative here, and I will <laughs> grab a ball, form a ball with embers that start to roar into a big flame, and I'll just chuck it up in the air. I nearly pulled my fucking ear things out of my ear, nearly ripped my ear off. Then, <laughs> ow! I'll chuck it up into the air, and then I will grab my mana stone, concentrate on it as I cast my meta magic to twin the spell, and I will target A and C with a flame, flaming chromatic orb. Oh. second level. So A and C, yeah. <coughs> yep. So this is cool. the uh, roll to hit. So we've got 14 to hit it? on the first one. Is chromatic orb the one that Misses. you get to like, pick which one you do and stuff? I, I get to pick the damage, yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm choosing fire because they're made of wood. Nice. So 14 to hit on the first one. Misses. Cock and balls. Right, second one. 14 again. <gasps> 
misses. I they will, both just lift these I shields will. up and. Fuck, 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 Well, that's uh, pissed on my chips, isn't it? <laughs> oh, based on that epic failure, I will now um, hide behind this rock. Well, not actually hide, because I, mean, I don't have the an portal. action. I was about to say, you can, oh, don't, don't, don't pass through the portal again. Don't do that. What you? So I will say, as you turn around, there is no portal. It's gone. Ah. Magic. Of course. Ooh. Of Ooh fucking course. <laughs> I will... Um, um, uh, lads, we have a problem. I'll stay with Edrius then. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Edrius, over to you. Um, I'm going to look over my shoulder and then shout to Jewel and say, The portal's closed! We're fucked! Um... And then I guess I will... <sighs> Fuck, man, I don't know whether I should do this straight away or leave it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try and cast Suggestion on B. Um, on Lex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on Lex. Lex, please go. <laughs> um, so it's a PC-15 wisdom saving throw if they, if they are, if they make it, depending on whether they can be charmed and other bits and bulbs. And that targets a creature, doesn't it? Yes, it targets a... I can magically influence a creature you see within range that can hear you and understand you. Creatures that... Charmed uh, effect, right? Yes. Okay. As you try to connect with this creature then, it's almost, almost like there's nothing to connect with. Just... Lights are on, nobody's home. Excellent. Quite Excellent. 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 That's that's so much good times. Um, cool. Uh, I'm gonna be like, um, they can't be charmed. Um, and then um, I, I will turn to Lex and be like, um, let's split up. Don't cluster. <laughs> Get away from me. Joe <laughs> um, uh, would like to respond to you. They can't be charmed. By have you tried buying them a drink first? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I actually hadn't. <laughs> um, I will then move through this way and just try and create like a triangle between us so we can all look at like the angles in front of us. Uh, and I'll face, uh, I guess I'll face A um, and mm -hmm. then I'll, I'll, I'll say to Lex as I'm like walking away, I'll be like, you got this. And I'll give you Bardic Inspiration. Yes. Nice. It's D6, D6, right? Yes, D6. It is indeed. Yeah, because I, I, I used mine up, didn't I, last session? Yes, you did, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, have I still got um, it? No, it would I... have faded over the couple of days anyway. Ah, of course, of okay. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Very good. Let's pick a green dice, as it is then A's turn. A is just going to sort of stumpily walk 5, 10, 15 to here. And is just going to take this wooden club and swing at the skeletal form of Edius. So the first one being uh, a lot. That is a 25 to hit. Um, let me just see something quickly. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, it hits. One, two, three, 
four of them. That is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eleven points of force damage as this club just connects with your skeletal body. Oh, it's then going to do that again. Oh, yeah. Uh, for an unnatural twenty to hit. Damn. Dirty twenty, you little yellow hit. Dirty twenty. Yeah. Hit. That is one, two, three, four, five, nine points of force damage. Uh, cool, yeah. Edgius, uh, fucking takes two big ones. And you can just hear what it sounds like either splintering bones or splintering wood. Just. <laughs> It connects. B is then going to go 5, 10, 15, 20 to there. It's going to swing twice at you, Lex. Mm -hmm. It's 9 to hit with the first. Nope. And a natural 20 with the second. Oh, no! Fuck. Fuck, fuck. Here we go, boys. It ain't. It's real good right now. 9, 10, 11. Oh shit! Oh, one got stuck. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, uh, 21, 23. I don't know why I struggled so much with that. Uh, 27 points of force damage. Is it just. Oh, <laughs> bloodied. Ooh! Oh, what, sorry, what, 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 are you, what are you on there, Ram? Um? I'm on 21 now. 21. And then it sees goes, gonna go 5, 10, 15 straight to duel. Uh, so can I take my strike? <clears throat> the minute it gets within striking distance, you can. Okay, uh, again, I know it's still gonna hit me, regardless of whether I hit it or not. Uh, so let's roll. Um, this is with the short sword. Uh, I miss with an eight. <clears throat> with an eight, you absolutely misses it. Just sort of, you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Um, I've rolled two dirty twenties to hit you. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Two, three, seven. Uh, maths. Eleven. Fifteen plus. Seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-three, twenty-seven points of force damage oh, total across those two attacks. Flipping blighter! I mean, that's that's that jewel's bloodied. That that definitely deserves a uh, a, uh, a, a a splat. <clears throat> Very good. We are then back up the top two jewel. Sorry, uh, that was two attacks, was it? Ignore me, mm -hmm. I can't use my reaction, never mind. No. But it is your now action. It's now your turn. Yeah. Um Okay. Bonus action steady aim, not going anywhere. Uh I hunker down even further. Give myself advantage with the nice. short sword uh, on C. 
Um, and so this will be... Oh, 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 you beauty. 23 to hit. 23 is absolutely going to hit C. Okay, so this is now going to be with the... Um, with that damage and with my sneak attack because I gained advantage. So one, two, three. Oh, bloody hell, that rolled out. That rolled out. Here we go. That was all terrible. Uh, 12 points of slashing damage. Um, but I will use also with with that um, that was with your sneak attack yeah that's with sneak attack honestly I rolled two twos a one and a four that was awful oh man um, so but I will do two two d6 which is five points of necrotic damage as as I strike towards C I like a burst of necro of, of, of that dark like smoke energy blasts out and almost the the mirror we're in this mirror realm a mirror of exactly what i just did to see attacks b uh for five points of necrotic damage and it just wisps away after after like passing b excellent uh anything else in your turn i think that's it because you use steady aim haven't you Steady aim, so can't move. That was my bonus action and my action. As much as I would love to get the flock out of here, as that was just my attempt to get a proper hit on him. I'm done. Very good. Um, Callum, then. He's going to roll with advantage. Because he is hidden. He's then going to cast his two beams of Eldritch Blast. That's a 27 to hit with the first at B. And a 21 to hit C. So they're both going to hit. It's easy on myself. So that's a 10 for B. a 4 damage for B. points to C. And let's just double check all the features and traits. Do, 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 do. Agonizing Blast. Plus five to the damage it deals, which is already done. Bonus actions. Can I just say, having played a fighter before who gets bloodied occasionally, first attack <clears throat> and the rogue is yep. bloodied is, is, is a new experience for me, I have to say. <laughs> Why do you think I ended up getting myself a bow and arrow so I could yeah. just do it from 200 feet away? Yeah, honestly, I really should get in there, attack, and disengage and get out. Yeah. So Callum's then going to hex C, and as part of the hex, is going to give them disadvantage on dexterity-based checks. 
uh, and that will be Calm's go, Lex. I'm glad you said that because Lex will do something you've never seen him do before. He'll grab his symbol and you'll see six <clears throat> almost molten balls of metal start orbiting around his head as he concentrates on this spell and he will launch one of them at C and one of them at B. It's my flavour on Melth's minute meteors, but obviously oh, Lex is known a meteor, so it'll be molten metal to him. So it's a right. dex 14 nice. saving throw from both of those, please. Now that's a and saving throw and now. not a check, unfortunately. But um, Still, the big tree is not going to move still very worth well. it. So you can send two at each, yeah? No, I can send one or two, so I'll send one to each. Okay, one to each. Yeah. When you cast the spell and there's a bonus action. Yeah, okay, so that's going to be your action and bonus action. So they need to make dexterity saving throws. Okay, where's the green dice? Come on. That is, I thought that was a natural one. It's a 7 for an 8 for A. Yep. 13 for B. And a 5 for C. Well, I only need a B and C. Did you do all three? Say again, sorry? Did you do all three? I, I did three, yeah, because you said you were sending three out. No, I can only send one or two. So I'm sending one to B and one to C. But they both failed anyway, didn't they? When you cast the spell and there's a bonus action on each of your turns thereafter, so if you use your action and bonus action, so action to cast the spell and send two out, and then your bonus action, you could technically send three out if you wanted. I read that as or four. when I cast it, I can fling them, and then as a bonus action on my next round, I can chuck some, but not both at the same oh, time. Oh, yes, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it's two, so it's A and B, they both failed. That's me not reading again. So that is. 11 points of fire damage to each. Okay. Um, once a meteor reaches its destination or impacts against a solid surface, the meteor yeah, explodes got to make a deck save as well. five feet. Yeah. Oh, and me. And you. Fuck. So that was how much Didn't damage that, to both of those? That's, oh, I didn't make damage? the save either. Fucking idiot. That's 11 points of fire damage to me as well. Sorry, I need to make a deck save, damage. right? You do? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think that through, Dave. You'll make it, you'll be fine, but I I will not. Uh, 16? Yep, you're fine. That's half damage, actually, so you take 6. Okay, 6, but I'll also use my uncanny... Oh, should I? No, they're going to attack it's, me. It's a melee only. Oh, I suppose it's a melee spell. No, I'm not. I am going to take the six. No, it's not. It's a save, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're take the so six. I'm on ten I hit points now. That was a bad yeah. idea. Me too. I, uh, once again, we're on the same HP. Um, there we go. Um, oh, I've got to make a con save action, now. Lex. You do. No. That's right. A natural twenty on the con save. That was helpful. Nice. The remaining. Four. And then I've got a bonus action which I can't. I've got nothing. Any potions? I can really do. I'm tempted to move, but I don't risk an opportunity attack. But at the same time, if I stand there, he's going to fucking squish me anyway. 
Uh, we are so, uh, we are boned. Um, no, no, no pun on one, that edges two, at all. Three, four, five, Get the fuck out of there! Yeah, I'm moving. I'm going to take a risk with the opportunity attack because uh, I can't be taking a hit regardless. There we go. <clears throat> Eleven. Reaction shield. Nice. Because that was actually my armor class. Not a What was your armor class? 11. That was fit, Dave. You're welcome. Very good. Edgius. Um, okay. Finish this round and then... Seeing, uh, seeing Lex, like, get, get hit a couple times and kind of, like, retreat a little bit. Edgius is... Ah, oh, fuck, dude. Jules, you you act before these guys, don't you, in the initiative? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to rotate around, still within his dangerous space, and kind of get in front of Lex. Um, mm -hmm. And then... How, how damaged is the wood thing in front of me looking, I guess? A, he's taken no damage whatsoever. Oh, you fighter. Fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> um, Jules, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cast Hold Person on the... Is it a humanoid? Does it count as a humanoid, actually? No? Okay. Never mind, then. I will, uh, I will do oh, my second fuck. option, which is I'm going to cast Thunder Wave at third level um, <laughs> at, the, nice. uh, at the homie in front of us. So con uh, 15 save, yeah. con save for you. Yeah. Nice. Eight. Beauty. Beauty. It was a Thunder Wave, beauty. was it? Yep, Thunder Wave. We love it. Can't be high. Four. Second, I need to just find another D. Is it? Oh, the fuck! It's four D eight. That is officially my next overlay that I'm creating. Just FYI. Thunderwave. Yeah, Thunderwave. That's awesome. Hell yeah! Well, I'm sorry I jumped the gun a little bit. No, no. Honestly, I don't know what else to make, so I'm just like waiting until we know what we're gonna use. We talked about ejaculation quite a lot. You could do a white splash across the screen, motif. Yeah, for when we do really well. Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be... Um, not, uh, it's going to be 17 points of thunder damage and it's pushed 10 feet away from us. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Towards me. <laughs> um, yeah, as, it's this as, wooden as, stump type thing just... Edges to do the spell as well is going to strum his loo and go... Ah! And just fucking like <laughs> let out a fucking wild one. You just see the sound waves reverberate off. Yeah. And then as a bonus action, um, you're going to see Edgeus uh, kind of like reach to the sky. And as he does, almost like a ball of shadow is going to begin forming as it then gets absorbed into his hand. And uh, and you see it kind of like move, almost like veins along his uh, along his skeletal arm, 
uh, up like the neck, it, uh, like around his head basically, as I'm gonna basically, a bonus action, get rid of two of my sorcery points and give myself a first level spell slot back. Sweet. Nice. nice. Um, and, uh, and that'll be the end of my go. Very good. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, inside, you're get in back, a pocket tree. when you do that. Fucking tree! <laughs> the fuck out of here! Oh, good. None of the enemies are bloodied. This is wonderful. So, A is technically prone, so it's gonna use half oh. his movement speed, half its movement speed to stand up. And he's then you. gonna go. <laughs> 5, 10, 15 over here, as if it's running towards one of the trees. Oh, great. I was calling for backup. B is going to go 5, 10, 15 into there. Disappears. Oh. It's got to burn the forest down. And then gonna I'm going to act like the Brazilian government and do quite here. a lot of deforestation next session. <laughs> As it steps into a tree trunk and just sort of merges into it and then merges out of another one behind you, Lex. And you can hear oh. the cracking of wood as it does so. See? It's going to take two swings at Jewel. Okay. Oh. Come on, Jewel. time. <clears throat> Fucking natural one. Yay! Good. Happy day! Oh Another shit me, that didn't even go down. And what's your AC, Joel? 16, thanks to Edgius. Fuck my life, that's a 15. Oh, I owe you my freaking <gasps> life. Let's go, <laughs> That was a bum clencher. That was a bum clencher. I, uh, I was squeaky bum time at that point. <laughs> There was me thinking, yeah, we'll finish, we'll finish the round on something interesting, but no, we won't. Yes, um, but, dual my dying friends, for I'm every session. Because <laughs> we have finished a round there, we will pause this for this evening, and we will pick it up again next week. Uh, so yes, yeah, stick around, and well, join us again next week to see how this goes. Um, I once again want to say thank you to, to Bodhi for joining us and thank you for continuing to be the amazing edgiest bones. Thank you to Dave and Danny for being as epic as always. Thank you to our new chatters um, and our new followers uh, within the Twitch stream. If you're watching on YouTube, as I said earlier, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and the notification buttons, all of the buttons on YouTube to make sure you don't miss out. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Please leave us a rating or a review. Um, that is it for tonight, my friends. This has been episode 31 of Molten Magic Campaign 2. We will pick this up next week to see how this combat goes and how our party fares in retrieving these moon-touched flowers. Um, we love you all. Stay safe, and we will see you next time. been listening to the malt and magic podcast if you like what you've heard here then don't forget to check us out on twitch on monday nights 7 30 p.m uk time with video on demand and podcast release the following friday we will see you soon